0: Wrestling fans, are you ready yeah, 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 yeah. for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world? Uh, let's
1: get ready to rumble!
0: Stupid idiot!
1: Shut the mouth, thong-wearing fatty! Party's over, grandpa.
2: Kane was there! Kane was there too! Yeah! No enhancement needed. This
1: ain't Monday Night Raw! This fight's
2: way! It's Wrestle Rant Radio. Welcome back, folks, to Wrestle Rant Radio here today for November 4th, 2016. I'm Graham GSM Matthews, a stacked special episode on tap for you guys here today. So originally, it was going to be Tom and I talking about Hell in the Cell, our respective experience at the show on Sunday. We were both there. RJ was there. It was a great time. Really fun show. I talked a lot about it on Hashtag AskGSM this week. I wrote reviews about it for Next Day Wrestling, Bleacher Report. I talked about it yesterday in the random video blog for YouTube. So I've already talked about it a lot, and we were going to talk about it again here today on the show. Tom had a to out. He had uh, something else going on, so we could not do the live show. So I did a live show here today on college campus here at Endicott College, And had we done one together anyway, had Tom even been there, it wouldn't have been recorded. So I'm kind of glad that we did not talk about Hell in a Cell without it being recorded. So I'm really glad that was kind of the case. So it all really worked out well. Because anyway, yesterday, I had the amazing opportunity, the amazing honor of talking to the former WWE star, former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, The guru of DDP Yoga and the master of the diamond cutter, the one, the only DDP Diamond Dallas page to talk all about nine legends of film that he was a part of. DDP Yoga, the resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts and all this other great stuff. Uh, We originally slated to go for 15 minutes. We ended up going for 35 So I figured no better time with the pullout of Tom, and we weren't able to do that show here today, so I figured today would be as good of a time as any to air that interview with DDP talking, again, like I said, all about Goldberg, his WWE return, DDP's various returns over the years to WWE, partaking in their WCW DVDs, uh, DDP Yoga itself, Resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts, all that great stuff. And uh, you can check out the interview right here, right now, exclusively on WrestleRant Radio. So again, check out the article itself and, and you know the interview itself in article form coming up pretty soon for a Bleach Report, um, but I figured I would air the audio first here in the show of WrestleRant Radio, a very special episode here today. So before we get started, two more quick plugs, check out my other two exclusive interviews. It's been a busy-ass week, guys, but... Check out my other two exclusive interviews with Megan Haney-Greyer, I believe that's how you pronounce her name, from uh, Discovery Channel's Treasure Quest. Season 2 premieres tonight, November 4th, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 central. Like I said on Discovery Channel, check it out. Great show, talked to her yesterday about Season 2. Changes from Season 1, the cast, the personalities, the quest itself, being inducted in the Women's Divers Hall of Fame, all that other great stuff. Um, And my other exclusive interview with the one and only, the incomparable Judd Nelson from The Breakfast Club of 1986. He's also on Suddenly Susan, Empire, St. Elmo's Fire, a lot of other great stuff. Uh, He's a very established star, so check out my other interview with him on HiddenRemote.com. Both interviews in article form are up currently on HiddenRemote.com. And you can check it out under Discovery Channel, Q&A, just go to my profile um, Graham G.S. Matthews at HiddenRemote.com for both of those exclusive interviews. And with Judd, we talk about Stagecoach, his illustrious career, his illustrious career, Western movies, and stuff of that nature. So two great interviews. But you're going to check out another great interview right here today with, like I said, the former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, the guru of DDP yoga, and the master of the diamond cutter, the one and only DDP Diamond Dallas Page. So we will be back next week with exclusive audio talking all about Hell in a Cell, getting right back on track with Tom, um, back in the studio. But today I present you with the exclusive interview with Diamond Dallas Page. Hey, man. How you doing? Uh, great. In the middle of filming, uh, every year
0: we do our uh, our um, you know, our Black Friday sale, because that's our anniversary of our company. Mm-hmm. We do something like a crazy anything, but this year... We're doing this crazy – what I pushed Eric and both back. Um uh, we, This year, we're doing our
1: version of It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, it's okay. Fucking, it's fucking hysterical. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking hyster- it's,
0: it's, it's crazy. We have this huge green screen, so we can do anything. Yeah. And uh, so uh, we're in the middle of filming that. Okay, so I know you want to talk to me something about the Goldberg story?
2: Yeah, yeah, about the uh, Nine Legends project. So I wanted to ask you, what enticed you to take part in the project?
0: Well, Goldberg's my buddy, <laughs> 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 you know, and uh, and, um, you know, the guy reached out to me and I think pretty much And it's funny that, you know, when when, we, when I started talking to this guy, there, were, there was Goldie was there's no talk at all about him going back to
1: WWE for mm-hmm. one more match. So, uh, you know, our match you know, I think it was the best one in his career, and one of my one of my favorite matches of mine too. That's top
0: three matches of, of my career as well. So uh, I thought it was pretty cool that they were acknowledging him and uh, and putting this
2: documentary together. So you said it right there. You talked a lot about your history with Goldberg from WCW and beyond. Uh, what was your reaction seeing him back in WWE only a few short weeks ago?
0: Um, original. First of all, I was happy for him because I know he wanted his son. You know, to thing because we had talked about it
1: a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. You know that his son had never got
0: a chance to see him in the ring. You know, Bill's presence was freaking. <laughs> other not many people saw this, and I wish I would have saved it. There was no bullshit. There was USA Today. You know, I will have like the the cartoon cut. You know, like a character cartoon. Yeah. And it and it had a guy putting up a picture of Bill. Mm-hmm. And like you know, a drawn cartoon picture, but you could tell it was him. And in the garbage can was Michael Jordan. <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, "Oh my God!" Yeah, you know that. I mean, that's that's the kind of impact that Bill had, and. I, I met Bill four years before he ever started wrestling. I was the first person to tell him, like, dude, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. So for years, I mean, I wanted you know him to get involved in what we were doing. Then when his football career finally ended, then he was ready to make the move. And, you know... Knowing the athletic ability and everything of him coming into this, um, you know, I took a special interest in him. I worked with him down the power plant. You know, I, I, I trained with him a lot, you know, down there when he was first starting because uh, my career hadn't taken off yet. And I was down there all the time teaching guys. And, you know, he just had a, a hits his natural instincts. He was very explosive. And he didn't really need to talk, you know. But I always knew if he ever would have, If they would have brought him along just a little bit different and maybe not gave him that super push Mm -hmm. and put him in the spot that he could be Bill, you would have got an interview like what you got on his first night back in the WWE. Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, that interview was as good as an interview gets. Mm
0: -hmm. And the reaction that he got was fucking insane. (laughs) (laughs) You know?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing.
0: I was was really happy for him. I also felt bad for him at the same time because he's going to get in the ring with the beast, (laughs) and he's forty-nine. So it was, it was sort of like what do they call it? Where you're happy for him, but maybe not so happy.
2: Happy for him on night one, yeah, exactly. So you mentioned yeah, it right, right there, like- that, that reaction was, was crazy. I mean, for someone who hadn't been seen in a dozen years, and I mean, it's not like they've, they've, they've completely neglected him. I mean, they mentioned him here and there, but it's not like he's been brought up all the time or whatever, but the reaction they got in Denver was insane. Uh, so do you think there's any stars left from that WCW era, or even pretty much any other era in WWE, ECW, whatever, that could come back and elicit that type of reaction?
0: Um, I'm not going to put myself on the same level of that spot, but when I walked out of Wrestlemania friggin' 32, bro, <laughs> yep. I got a hell of a pop, man! <laughs> 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 Seven, easily 70,000 people were on their feet mm-hmm. doing the diamond cutter sign, which to me, again, was just this hell of a tribute. You know, I would never want to go back and do it now because I'm 60. You know, mm-hmm. I had a hell of a run. I, I got to really live the dream at a whole different level. I think Nash would get a hell of a response. I think if Scott Hall came out like he was ready, I think he'd get a hell of a response.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, obviously, you know, with Sting, you know, uh, you know what, you know, what kind of response he got a hell of a response. So, I think if you if you take the guys from that, I think if Hogan showed up, the roof would blow the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, but I think any of the guys you know who were the top guys from that era, you know, and really, I just named really all the guys. Anyone else is Lex, and Lex couldn't come back in, in the position he's in today. Mm-hmm. But if Lex Luger was you know before his accident, Lex Luger would blow the roof off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know that you know that they, the, yeah, they, and those were your your top guys. You know, and uh, at a time, you know, like my career blew up when we started kicking their ass. Like mm-hmm. that's when my career blew up. It was like insane. You know, so to be a part of it, and I, I mean, I love the, the spot that I'm, I'm in today. I didn't wasn't crazy about the one when I first got there, but you know what? Twelve years, thirteen years later, I'm getting the best push I ever got. WWE. <laughs> you know, got my tribute DVD. You know, there's a mm-hmm. lot of good talk right now about you know everything that's happening. So, you know, I, I, I think that the main guys would get you know get a help, a- Bill's was super special. Because Bill still looks like he can still go. Mm-hmm. You know, he's only 49. And he can. I mean, he's a he's a kickboxer. He does mixed martial arts. I mean, you know, but Bill's the best in the ring with the, the baddest man alive in his prime. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, you know, I, uh, I, I, I will be watching. <laughs> and, and gratefully, just watching. You know? mm. <laughs> Enjoying,
1: you know.
2: So you mentioned your WrestleMania return from this year, so I'll go back to two years ago, WrestleMania 30 weekend, uh, Jake the Snake, Roberts, and Scott Hall both inducted on the same night, on your birthday, no less. So what was it like right. seeing that for you?
0: It was like everything that's happening in my life from that moment on proved mm-hmm. like more than ever that all the hard work pays off. hmm if you just stick with it, most people quit. My, my favorite quote, you know, it was one of my top three favorite quotes Einstein once said, It's not that I'm so smart, I just stick with the problem longer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, that is that quote. Jake and Scott both going in, like, no one believed that they could ever turn their life around, you know, mm-hmm. and for them both, not only to do it on my end with me, but for the WWE to open up the doors again. Cause you know, both of those guys were like on the non-existent list, you know? And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sitting here with Jake right now. Jake, he was just in my office before you called me. And Jake is unstoppable right now. Mm-hmm. Scotty's in, UK, in the UK touring over there. They both have like a whole new lives. Which is really amazing.
2: Mm-hmm. And you mentioned and, your DVD too. That's oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I no, was saying it, it's just to be to be a part of that. Like those guys did all the work. Yeah, they just let me guide them. But you know, I let both of those guys guide me in my wrestling career, and look what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, like without Dusty Rhodes, there is no Diamond Dallas Page. But after that, it's Jake Roberts. You know, there's no three time <laughs> world champion. There's Scott Hall. If he doesn't take the Diamond Cutter. When the NWO is running roughshod over everybody, my career is not what it is. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, so, you know, these guys, they they, they were both very influential in my life. And uh, still today are, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen The Resurrection of Jake
1: the Snake yet?
2: That's what I was going to ask you. So I know you have your DVD coming out, which I'm looking forward to. But I watched The Resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts a couple months ago on iTunes, before it came out on Netflix. And it was... Great, Dallas. I mean, I'm not just Thank trying you. to blow smoke up your eyes. It was really, really good. So I wanted to get your thoughts on how the ending outcome, the ending result of that DVD was for you guys.
0: Well, you know, again, all the hard work. I mean, we our reviews from people are mind-boggling. Like right now, The Resurrection of Jake the Snake on Netflix is the second highest rated sports documentary and think about how many unbelievable 30 to 30 yeah documentaries are up there i mean unbelievable they're they are the best at what they do mm-hmm. and we're number two i actually went in to talk to them because i just i just literally inked the deal for them to they're going to put
1: my reality show together oh awesome 30 for 30 for 30 people.
2: That's like a scoop for you. I mean, just, <laughs> literally just signed
1: a deal yesterday.
0: That's crazy. So now we're going we're to start putting together a sizzle reel and all that. But we are also the number one
2: highest rated uh, biopic. Wow. Holy I shit.
0: Mean, <laughs> right. I mean, that's, <laughs> you, that, they don't ever let you know how many people see it, yeah. but they let you know on – they, like, you could see it where the, uh, um, you know, all well, the people put their five stars, you yeah. know. So it's, it, it, you know, again, a labor of love walking into it. Uh, I did tell you how it came about. You won't use this. But what happened was when I first talked to Jake about him actually letting me help him. Mm-hmm. um I, a buddy of mine who had just seen Jake like three months earlier and Jake was like on death's door. I mean, hated life, hated the fans. I mean, mm. hated everything. He, he did not want to be alive. And so my buddy Moser had seen him and Moser loved him growing up as a kid. Mm. And I told him what I was doing. He was like, Oh my God, Dave, he goes, that honestly, if he really works with you and, and lives with you, he goes, this could be the resurrection of Jake the snake.
1: And I just went, "Bing!" I go, dude, that's the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. He goes, that's a great name.
0: <laughs> I said, yeah, you, you gave me a great name. And so you yeah, always tell people you have to, you have to put it out there in the universe. You know, when I first told Steve Austin, who's one of my closest friends, I mean, closest kid, what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> you know. <laughs> And uh, he couldn't have been any happier when he saw it. He turn around. But when I told him Scott Hall was coming in too, now I know you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> you know? But, uh, uh, you know, I literally, with my, my business partner, Steve Yu, who is a director, who, who somehow pulled 500 hours, over 500 hours of film into 93 minutes and told the greatest story I've ever seen. When it comes to you know, redemption, uh, darkness, you know, the dark, funny, but I, I think that last 20 minutes is so fucking inspiring. Mm-hmm. You know, that if you know, I always, I challenge wrestling fans because every wrestling fan has that one person, or maybe it's their mother, their father, their brother, you know, somebody who thinks, you know, it's not that they don't like wrestling, but they're, like, mad at their brother because they like wrestling. Like, they're mad at them. Like, why? Why do you give a fuck? But like <laughs> yeah. there really are people who are mad at people for liking that stupid wrestling shit. I challenge them to get that person
1: to watch the movie with them. Mm-hmm and watch that tear roll down their eye, you know, because it's coming. <laughs> you know,
0: it's going to roll right down their cheek, you know, it's yeah. coming. There's no choice about that. So I'm really proud of, of everything I've, I've been able to, uh, you know, achieve in my life, you know, that is an accumulation of, you know, the thing I'm the most proud of because it's everything.
2: It's just incredible because I follow your YouTube channel. I'm subscribed to you guys, and you've been putting out stuff about this for a while now, like well over a year. I know it was out in theaters for a while. I've seen you talk about it with the Solomon's from a big fan of his as well. I've seen you guys do interviews about that. Um, just the hype around it was incredible. So I know it's like a big thing that it's the second rated, but to me, it's not really all that surprising because it's really that damn good. I mean, it really right. is a good fucking. It's not even a, the thing is, it's not a good wrestling documentary. It's just a good documentary. Period. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. So
1: Exactly. And that's
0: probably one of the reasons why some people don't watch it because they think yeah it's a wrestling. And that's why I changed. If you look on Netflix, you don't see Jake holding the snake over his head. You mm-hmm. see that awesome friggin' picture of him with a,
1: with the light in his eyes. And I mean, he. I mean, that's Jake. That's the
0: guy who mesmerized everyone, and is still doing it today in his tour. You know, he tours all over the friggin' you know northeast you know all over canada all over
1: america yeah
0: he'll do like five six eight days you know tours and you know he's like a road warrior and like he was just in seattle he goes to seattle he's got he's got a show in seattle that he's got to drive to about an hour hour and a half to the next few shows but the first show has 400 people there Mm -hmm. you know comedy places don't do more than a hundred
2: yeah exactly
0: you know and so he, it's, it's, you know, it's. He's got his buddy who's a comedian who kicks off the show, and then he comes on, and you know, Jake's the best storyteller alive. You know, so it's you know, his, his shows are just like that. They're like the movie. They're funny as fuck. Uh, they're you know, thought provoking. They're inspiring. You know, mm-hmm. he's going to make you think. You know, he's going to make Cause this. Here's a guy who's been sober for three years now. Mm-hmm. You know, and the fog lifted. Like, when I I hang out with him, I'm like, like, this is the guy I always wanted to hang out with. Yeah. So it's really cool. You know, and he's, he's, I just did an interview. Did you see? Did you ever um, go to, my email is dallas at dallaspage.com? Okay. Um, Go download DDP Yoga Now.
1: Yeah, the app, right?
0: And yeah, the app. And I'll VIP so you can get all over the thing. Yep. All right. And if you, I'd love you to write a review on it <coughs> if, uh, you know, if you have to get on it and check it out. Um, but I do motivational Mondays.
2: I know. Well, like I said, I follow the channel. Some of it. That, that's what I wanted to ask you about too. I mean, I follow the channel, and you're one of the most inspirational, positive people out there. And I'm a big like PMA person too. So, like I said, I'm a big uh, follower. You guys on YouTube, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. So I've seen it. Are you, are you planning on doing more stuff like that in the future for your YouTube channel, social media outlets?
0: Well, you know, I, yeah, and I, 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 pretty much a lot of the stuff that we put on Motivational Monday, we pop up on our thing, you know. But I don't want to do everything on it because, you know, it's sort. Of, I want it to be special for people too. Oh,
2: uh, okay, but, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, but the, the DDP Yoga Now app it, is, you know, it's it's really now we've we've had it. Up for a soft launch. We haven't really launched it. We're not really launching until this uh, Black Friday. Mm-hmm. But we put it out there, and people know about it. But we we now we we've, we've got all the little bugs out of it and the kinks, and being able to. To me, the inspiration part is the number one. Yes. Then the workout and the food. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you can get people like I had a guy. <laughs> I'll read this to you. <laughs> I got this guy because they do it to me all the time. They want Dallas. I need motivation. Blah, yeah. blah blah blah. And they just, you know, they they're pulling themselves down with what I call emotional gravity. Yep. So I wrote, okay, I'm going to give it to you straight, bro. This is what I wrote to him on that. because if you if you do Didi you make it more. I can tell by the way you post. I follow you. Oh, thanks. I mean, that's why I fo- that's why I follow fucking two over two thousand people. Yeah. Because there are people I found that do it. So if I see you do it, I follow you. So. <laughs> So, this guy. So then they can DM me, right? Yeah. So he's asking for help, motivation. I said, okay, I'm going to give this to you straight, bro. Pull your head out of your fucking ass for starters. <laughs> wake, wake up with my DDP. Have you seen the video? Wake up alarm clock.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's good. I, okay,
0: I said, wake up with that. <laughs> I said, wake up with DDP uh, video alarm clock or um, wake up with something fucking positive. Yep. Watch my motivational living life at ninety percent on DDP TV app. Then go to go to square one. I said, then go back to square one and pull your fucking head out of your ass. <laughs> Stop telling yourself what you fucking can't do, and start telling yourself that you can. You know, it's all about the story you tell yourself. And I, it, it's all about the story you tell yourself. As long as you keep telling yourself you can't, I can't help you and neither can you. hmm you know, but that's really it. It's like you got to fill yourself with positive fucking, you know, absolutely mind banter in your head. Yep. So that that's the real message to me. You know, I, you know, one of the things that I'll probably, you know, I, I use this quote all the time. You know, Zig Ziglar's quote of, "I believe I've I've always believed I can get whatever I want mm-hmm. as long as I help enough people get what they want." And most people forget that second part. They just want. Yeah. You, you, know? <laughs> you know, it's like I, I once heard Richard, Richard Dreyfus say, it's okay to want the
1: fame and the money. You just can't want it first.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's powerful. <laughs> you know?
2: It's true. Yeah. You,
0: know, you gotta, you got to put the work in. Man.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You got to put the work in. And, I, and everything that's been happening, I mean, I just signed a book deal with Rodell. You know, Rodellas?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds yeah, familiar, I yeah. Got,
0: well, they're the number one inspiration. They own men's oh. health, men's fitness, women's health, lifestyles, wellness, organic. I mean, they have 40 publications. Yep. And it's all about, like, healthy, you know, friggin' positive. Like, they, they, they did The Secret, they've done a bunch of huge titles. Yep. Uh, they're a huge uh, publishing company. And they just signed, they literally just signed a deal, you know, for my book.
2: Awesome, you know, awesome, and, congrats. And, and you
0: will know, that be out in 2018. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be called, you know, Positively Unstoppable. You know, mm-hmm. the, the keys to owning your life.
2: Perfect. Wow. Yeah, that'll be great. So looking forward to that. It's out in a little over two years, as you said, 2018. Uh So, yeah. It's funny. So on TV, they have that, you know, the whole Paul Heyman guy kind of thing. But something to me, it's like you're kind of a DDP guy. Whether you're Jake the Snake Roberts, you're Scott Hall. I do DDP yoga. Um, I've been doing it for about two years now, and it's great. I mean, I'm not like overweight or anything. I'm 21 years old, but my dad you got it for have me. To be exactly. You get it. Exactly. You get yeah. Get it. So my dad got it for me as a Christmas gift, and it's it's amazing DDP. I mean, it's awesome, and the fact that it just makes me feel more flexible and like alive in the morning. It's great. So, thanks. And is there anyone else out there that you want to try to get on the program in the future, whether it be wrestling wise, basically anyone in general?
0: My goal for the next, and it might take two years to really get find this person because now I got UVA, University of Virginia, the whole football team does it. Elon College does it, and this is without me telling them to do it. Mm -hmm. They just start picking up, and very few injuries, you know. Um, and it's really cool to be a part of Bronco Mendenhall, who, you know, who left BYU to come to UVA. And I'm part of that friggin', you know, that base. I went there and spoke to the guys. Bronco gave me, like, the biggest hug afterwards. He said, man, I've never seen anyone come in and have affect the kids the way you just did. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> it's just because they've been doing me for so long. But my goal, and I'll find him. I don't know who it is, but I want to find that running back. You know, that used to run for 800 to 1200 yards and now it's 26 or 27 or 28, and he's running for 150 to 200 yards because he's always hurt. Yep. Uh, Give me that guy who's got the work ethic. And I mean, I'd move him in with me, you know, for Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks to get them really started in doing what I want them to do. And I know I get that son of a bitch back to run 1,000 yards. I don't care who he is Mm -hmm. because I just know what what my program is all about and how much you know it can really help people and uh, you know I want to take it to the elite athlete and you know once they get that and once I get that guy <laughs> forget about him <laughs> you know yeah. and you see the uh, you, you if I want you're not you're not having to subscribe to the app you have the app but you don't you don't have the subscription right
2: no no I don't have the app yeah I know of it so, I haven't uh, had the app yet, yeah yeah
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you so what I want you to do is you go on and, and just sign up there. Okay. Send me the, <clears throat> your full name. Yep. And and the uh, and uh, the email, and I'll have it turned on, and then you'll have everything on there, and you'll see where this is going. This is like like it's the difference between
1: if you were on planet Mercury mm-hmm. to the sun.
0: Now you're. At Pluto,
1: <laughs> because
0: this fucking dude. When you see all yep. like, it's not me just telling you about dishes that are food. And I make them for you. Yeah, there are fucking videos of how we put them together, and you know, break it all down. And like, I just put together. It'll be up probably in the next three weeks. If you take the beginner workout, because most people who come to our stuff, they are beginners. They, I mean, if you looked around at the people who are in my beginner class here at Field Performance Center, you'd go. I would never see 80% of these people in a gym. None of these people would be in a yoga studio, Mm -hmm. but they're not. They're in a DDP yoga performance center, and they they feel safe. They know I'm not going to bury them, but I'm going to push them to a point that they are pushing themselves, but not too far,
1: because Mm -hmm. I don't want them to walk out of here going, fuck, he killed me today. Mm
2: -hmm. I want them to walk out of here going, I feel so much better. Yeah. That's the key. That's what DDP yoga
1: is, you know? And so, you know, the the app is
0: like, we're finally ready to start to get it out there and start promoting it. Mm -hmm. Because by next year, this time, that's all we'll be promoting. We'll still be selling some DVDs, but it's mind boggling to me how many we still sell. Mm -hmm. But people have DVD players at home, just like they had VCR players. But now, there's no VCR players anymore. (laughs) Yeah. eventually everything will be digital, you yeah. know, and we all know that, so we've been preparing for that for three years,
2: yeah, it's smart to keep it mobile, and stuff like that, I mean, I try to do it on my, uh, with the DVD, because I, I have the DVD form whenever I can, but like you said, just having the app, I know Jericho talks about it all the time on his podcast, and now he does it on the go, and stuff like that, so it's incredible, um, so as we wind down here, I don't want to take any more time, uh, any more of your time, I know you're filming the commercial, but, um, one of the questions that I wanted to ask you that I was curious about, so a month after I got my DDP yoga, was it was perfect timing. So I got it for Christmas 2014, and then literally a month later, you came back in the 2015 Royal Rumbles. So it was a great moment. Your first, uh, your first time back in the ring in over a decade, and it was right after I got DDP yoga. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. So you had a great run in there, hitting everyone with the diamond cutter. It was great. And there was one moment in the match the countdown was it was going down, and you're looking toward. They got this great close up of you, and it counted down, and it and Rusev came out. But I'm thinking, I'm right. sure it wasn't the only one. I'm thinking it's got to be Randy Orton, like doing the RKO and the Diamond Cutter. Was that something that was ever discussed, not only in that match, but just kind of in general? Because that's a lot of match. Other, you know, a lot of people wanted to see other than you and Rock, obviously when you first showed up. Was that a match that was ever discussed, or an idea that you ever wanted to do at any point during your WWE tenure?
0: Well, you know, you got to remember, when I was there, Randy was just a baby coming in. Yep. I mean, he he was just getting that. He was like only on occasionally when I was just, I mean, I, cause I was there for a blip. You know, I always say, uh, who did Michael Jordan play for? The Wizards or the Bulls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, for me personally, you know, yeah. WWE owns everything now. Yeah. So they are the WCW, you know. But Randy was, I wanted to come back and do something with Randy very early on. But, you know, it wasn't the time. You know, it wasn't like, history's written by the winners. Mm -hmm. And the WWE won the war. No matter how they won it, they won it. Yep. And there was no love for anyone from WCW. And I was put in a position where I couldn't win at all. So it needed to take time. And a lot of people, you can imagine how many times I've been interviewed where people would say to me, Oh, what do you think about this man trying to ruin your career? I'm like, What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. You know, I mean, first of all, he was the general, he was the president, you know, of everything, you know, president of the world, that shit. Grand Poobar. He's going to look out for his company. And then, you know, because what I should have done, and this, I'll tell you what, Vince taught me the greatest lesson ever. What I should have done. Was get up when I gave him the People's Champion versus People's Champion idea. Yep. When when he didn't go for that, I should have stood up, shook his hand, thanked him for the opportunity, and said, "Hey, when you want to do People's Champion versus People's Champion, give me a call." But I didn't. So, but let me tell you what happens eight years later. Mm-hmm. I've I've been interviewed by Shark Tank four different times. The fifth time is all twenty seven page contract. Mm-hmm. And basically, they want me to sign my rights away for the next year and a half, meaning I can't do anything without their permission, like any kind of promotional thing. And you see how crazy promotional motherfuckers we are,
1: yeah. you know? Yeah. So I, I thought about it, and I thought about it, and I thought about it.
0: And as I'm leaving to go to Chattanooga, I live in Atlanta, and my business partner Steve, you says, "So D, what are we going to do about the Shark Tank thing?" I said, "You're going to send him an email." Tell him, we really appreciate the opportunity. We love the show, but we're going to pass. And he went, what? He said, dude, we just spent two years getting to this spot. I go, yeah, trust me, bro. I can't let anybody control us. We have to create our own destiny, mm-hmm. me and you. We have to do it. 90 minutes later, I got a call from the executive producers. How are we going to fix this? And four different contractors, Like they, they kept writing. It was like, no, we need to change it. You know, it goes back and forth to that shit. But finally, I got exactly what I wanted and I signed it. It was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. But if I don't learn that lesson going into the WWE, I doubt if I make that move.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: You know, so I learned, I mean, I can't even tell you from being a kid growing up watching in my 20s, watching the WWF back when it was a WWWF, how many lessons I have learned from Vince McMahon. You don't have to be taught them directly by the person. You can be a part of those lessons. Yeah. You know, and what do you take away and and I mean look at the in the last five years, the first thing about really last seven years, when the WWE was finally like letting some of the you know the anger go away from WCW <laughs> and
1: it
2: yeah.
0: started the very first um nitro yep best of nitro oh that you were a part of right yeah yeah i was the host and i was like well send me your script and they sent it to me and i didn't call anybody back and then like three days later i get a call like hey dddp did you get the script i go yeah they said "Uh, "So, what you think i said i don't think you want me to do this -hmm. They're like, no, 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 we want you. You're the guy. I go, well, I'm not going to say a lot of shit that you guys wrote here. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I don't know if you know how long you've been there, but 1996, going into 97 and 98, we buried you guys. (laughs) Like, we were fucking Coca Cola. Yeah. You know? And they're like, oh, no, I know, I know. I go, he goes, well, what's the problem? I go, I'm not going to say some of the shit that you say. I said, I get the history written by the winners, but, you know, I'm not going to validate some shit, certain shit. Yeah, And uh, and he said, we'll change it. I said, I can change it. He said, we want this to be your words, your stories. I said, done. And I've gotten to do three of them, and they all made money. If you ever told me it was going to be best one, i tell you you're crazy. Yeah. But we did yeah. so well, two. And then we did three, mm-hmm. and then bringing me in for the old school Raws. I mean, you, <laughs> you know yeah. how many guys really get brought in for that shit. Yeah a very small handful of cats
2: very elite few, yeah
0: you know and for them to let you go out there and hit friggin hit friggin you know one of the kids with a fucking diamond cutter <laughs> he's you know he you know slater and and get that fucking crazy pop yeah and, you know and just to give go show up and you know and then the, the you know i thought for sure i'm gonna induct jake who else is and then they finally called me and they were like we want you to induct Jake. And I thought, oh, yeah, it's their TV. I just wasn't, like, the guarantee <laughs> <laughs> to <laughs> induct him, you know? Yeah. So they've done so much for me. And for letting me come to WrestleMania, man, you know? <laughs> yeah. two days before my 60th birthday, I'm throwing Shaq over the top and still hitting diamond cutters. Mm-hmm. You know, like, incredible. thank you. I mean, like, thank you, guys. Like, they've given me, like, this is when you want your push. Yeah. You
1: know, now, <laughs> fuck, 20 years ago, 15 years ago. Yeah, I mean, now's the part,
0: you know, that I'm still getting it in my 60s. So, I mean, I couldn't be any happier with the company and everything. And and Goldie coming in there, you know, he's got a hell of a fight because that's Brock.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. but, uh, the main event you know, of Survivor and, Series, yeah.
0: Yeah, right, you know, but uh, I, I thought he was handled beautifully coming in. And yep. I know... I know Heyman helped uh, Goldie up with that That's with that uh, interview, and I thought he just knocked it out of the park.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, I couldn't have been any happy that the real Bill Goldberg showed up. You know, that's the first time he ever showed up in a wrestling ring ever. hmm So uh, I'm sure he's working his ass off right now, and, uh, you know, it, it'll be as good as that match can be, you know, and uh, I- I'm looking forward to watching it.
2: I think it's great. I mean it's so funny that you mentioned that too. It's just hilarious to me that for years that the WWE's Barry and WCW like you said history is written by the winners. But then they sell the best of Nitro DVD, Goldberg's DVD, your DVD coming up. And there's some of the best-selling DVDs they've ever done. So, I mean, it really goes to show that there is still a lot of appeal and love for the WCW brand even 15 years later. Even 15 years after it died. So it just, you know, it's funny to me. I mean, they haven't really done that in years and kind of like burying it and stuff like that. But and they have the whole, you know, Monday Night Wars documentary on the network and stuff like that. So, uh, anyway, final question before we, before we wrap it up. I saw you tweet about it last night. Not a wrestling question. So I needed to ask you. Your thoughts on the fucking World Series last night and how great of a game that was?
0: Un fucking stoppable.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I mean, it, like the whole series. And when you yep. think about everybody wins at home, right? Yeah. These fucking guys, both teams, only won one game at home. Incredible. That, that that says it all. I mean, yeah. They both and they, they go to seven series, so they both win two at their well, in this scenario three <laughs> at their home park, and there was no way. At one point, I you might have seen the tweet. I said, "This is the greatest booking ever."
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was laughing because I was like, "That is so <laughs> the greatest storylines you can never actually write."
0: Yeah, think about think about the resurrection of Jacob Snake.
2: Exactly. I exactly. Mm. Hmm. It's real life. There's
0: no one who believe that. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so I just, I was, I was blown away, man. I, yeah. was, I was blown away by it. I, was, I feel bad for for Cleveland because they're a great team, but you might see that rematch next year. Yeah, you know? it's, I mean, it's possible. <laughs> and the guy who put the, I can't remember his name, but the guy who put the uh, the whole. Cubs back together again. Yeah, you know the president or GM manager, whoever he is, I can't remember his name. But he did the same thing for Boston. Mm-hmm. What's that guy worth today?
2: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> He's the Golden Boy. All right, bro. Send me dallas dot Send me your your uh, stuff, and I, and I'll VIP your 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 deal. All
2: right? I will. Thanks a lot, Dallas, for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks for all you do. Like I said, for being an inspiration and just keep on keeping on, man. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you, bro. Let me know what you think about the app when
2: you get on it. I will. I'll let you know ASAP. See you, pal. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. How fucking awesome is Diamond Dallas Page? Really. The guy's great. And it was a real blast to talk to him after all these years. We've been following each other on Twitter, at DDP Yoga, at WrestleRant for years now. A real honor, a real privilege to talk to DDP over the phone. And I really appreciate his time. Like I said at the start of the show... Um, We are originally going to go for 15 minutes because he was busy filming that commercial. I think he flew out today. He's overseas right now doing other stuff at the uh, DDP Yoga Resort. But he ended up giving me 35 minutes of his time talking all that other stuff we just discussed. And it was a great time. He's an awesome dude. So check out DDP Yoga. I cannot recommend it enough. I do it myself. It's fucking amazing. You will see results in no time if you stick with it. And also check out The Resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts, like I said during the course of the interview. It's on Netflix. It's now easier than ever to watch. It's also on iTunes. You really have no excuse not to watch it. It's fucking amazing. So check it out. And uh, as I said at the start of the show, also check out my other two exclusive interviews with uh, Jud Nelson of The Breakfast Club, St. Elmo's Fire, Suddenly Susan, and now Stagecoach hitting select theaters tonight in Dallas, Chicago, Los Angeles, New York, other select popular cities across the uh, United States. That hits theaters tonight and also diddle, Digital HD and... Uh, Online, other various forms. Shortly thereafter,wards you can also check out tonight the Season 2 premiere of Treasure Quest on Discovery Channel with Megan Heine-Greyer. It's Heine-Greyer, uh, sorry, on uh, Discovery Channel tonight at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central. That interview is also up on HiddenRemote.com. The DDP interview, the one you just heard, will be up on Bleach Report uh, promoting Nine Legends, that awesome film at NineLegendsFilm.com. It's a great documentary. Check it out. Had the opportunity to watch it myself a couple of days ago. So anyway, guys, uh, great time talking to DDP and everyone else from this past week. It's been a busy ass week from hell in the cell on Sunday, Halloween, covering stuff for my internship, uh, talking to DDP, talking to the you know uh, talking to Megan, talking to Judd. Just been a, a crazy busy. Nevertheless, an exciting week. So I really appreciate all those guys joining me throughout the week for those exclusive interviews. So as I said at the start of the show, we will be back on track next week with Tom talking all about, you know, Raw, SmackDown, Hell in the Cell, back on track with all the wrestling coverage that you, you know, count on us to provide for you guys every single Friday right here on WrestleRant Radio. So before we go off the air, as always, the shameless plugs, guys. You cannot go off the air without the shameless plugs. I'm on the Twitter machine at WrestleRant. Find me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash You can find me on YouTube at youtube.com backslash C backslash Graham GSM Matthews. And that's about it. Check out everything else on this website that, you know, everything else this website has to offer at nextairwrestling.net exclusive columns, reviews, previews, predictions, everything else that Next Air Wrestling provides on a near daily basis. Uh, Weekend reviews, Raw reviews, SmackDown, NXT, Lucha, Ring of Honor, TNA, everything you could possibly fucking imagine. And I apologize for the colorful, colorful commentary here today for myself, DDP. Uh, but it comes with the territory. If you've been a long listener, a long time listener of the show, you know that we, you know, no holds barred here on Wrestle Rant Radio in terms of language. But uh, anyway, guys, have an amazing weekend. We'll be back next Friday, November 11th, for another exclusive episode of Wrestle Rant Radio with Tom talking everything else in the world of WWE. Until then stay safe be well I'm Graham G.S. Matthews and I'll catch you amazing folks down the road